Like I, before we signed on, I was working on. Uh-huh. I should get a project code name for it. I've just been. It's been under Project Niagara, which was the water tracker one. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it there, I think. Yeah. So why am I working on that today? Like, that's definitely just going to make me more stressed out about not doing. Like, I'm just trying to, like, have a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. My, I'm not going to do my jobby job because it's the weekend. Right. Which my bosses make very difficult by trying to schedule conference calls on the weekends. That's not cool. I know. And I should really tell them that. But, like, <sighs> but it just feels too much like school. Right. You know, it's just like, oh, that's dangerously close to like consuming every one of my waking hours yeah it's a like i don't want to make a slippery slope argument here but i think it's valid in this case Mm -hmm. like you take up an hour of my weekend time you take up two hours of my weekend time because i have to fix the thing i broke during the demo i have to blah 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 and then like before i know it like that's the only thing i'm doing again Mm -hmm. like it's this and not doing this that's how I think about the world. I'm doing school and not school. Yeah. And that's not what I want. And that's how this fun job that I really like, and I do, I still really like doing it. Yeah. And that's, but that's how a thing I really like doing turns into something I really don't like doing. Is that it doesn't have boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I can't stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why are you doing... Because <laughs> I need... To not, I need to do something I want to do. Like, this is my weekend. I want to do something that is for me. Right. This is a hobby. Right. Does Stardew Valley count as that? Yes. But it makes it uh, because it is a hobby that I want to turn into, into a job. Mm-hmm. I feel less guilty putting my time into it. Right. And, like, maybe I shouldn't feel guilty for playing Stardew Valley, like, a couple hours a, a, couple hours a week. hmm But, like, I kind of do. Yeah. It's... Because it's I, objectively not productive, right? <laughs> I've, I've been going through that a lot recently, just in that... Do uh, you remember that, like, whole summer plan that I made for myself? And I have not been sticking to that, because part of my other plan for the summer was to, like clean up the room and that's really hard to do if i'm spending all of this time outside of the house or Mm -hmm. um you know i can make a million excuses sure but i also just like don't want to and it's summer and i don't want the only thing that i'm driving towards to be like some weird intangible job out there on the horizon yeah yeah i understand that and zach if if it's all right with you i'm gonna like splice this in at the beginning probably because this is actually a really interesting conversation that like might be interesting for podcast listeners okay yeah uh, i was talking today and i was like uh, you know sometimes i feel guilty for like buying as much like coffee as i do as opposed to like making it myself just like on then you don't have as much raw capital now it's in the shape of coffee right but then i like I feel guilty because, like, I I do it more than I probably should, or uh, based on like based on a few assumptions, right? This first assumption is how much like incoming money I have. 
Mm-hmm. The second assumption is the amount of enjoyment a person gets out of a cup of coffee. Okay. And like those things combined make it make the frequency of buying fancy coffee lower than what I actually do. So I so I kind of feel guilty about it, but then I remember that one of those assumptions is false, which is like I don't enjoy these coffees the amount that like the average person does. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what it seems like. I enjoy these coffees way more. Like they are, it makes me like visibly more happy to have a coffee <laughs> in my hand. Yeah. So like, point is. Like buying a buying too much coffee or buying the amount of coffee that I do is it's totally like it's justifiable, but I think it's not in the not in the way that we typically say that word justifiable as in like you need to justify it or that it is like it it is justifiable because it is just not because i not because it is unjust and I need to justify it. I think I understand. I guess what I'm like what I'm saying is that like the the parallel I was trying to draw is that like I shouldn't feel guilty for playing Sturdy Valley. Right. Because at least not not definitely not the amount that I actually do because like while it is not productive, quote unquote, mm-hmm. it makes me happy. Yeah. And so I can spend time making myself happy. I, that's the thing I'm allowed to do. And I shouldn't feel guilty just because I have some other more productive thing that also makes me happy. Okay. Yeah. So just to just to make sure I, I understand that is a conclusion in favor of spending more time within a reasonable amount mm-hmm. playing Stardew Valley. Yes. And not doing the hobby because it feels like it might one day turn into a job but just doing hobbies that are interesting and doing a job other times what i do with my free time can be like a number it can be a number of things but they like let's say they fall into three categories this is probably not true entirely okay i I can uh, let's say i can socialize i can work on hobbies and I can play video games in solitude. Right. So you can break that up differently into hobbies that may one day turn into something profitable mm-hmm. and things I do for fun. Yes. So they both have they they both give me some sort of pleasure. They they give me an enjoyment. Okay. Maybe one more than the other. So, or maybe in this instance, Stardew Valley sounds better than mm. working on... I'm sitting down and instead of looking at, at my Apple Watch to decide what, what the thing is that I am now going to do, mm-hmm. like what, what has the most punch, I need to look inside my own brain and be like, what do I feel like doing? And, and it can pull from the, the hobby that might one day turn into a job, or it can pull from the things that are just fun to do just based on where i'm at yeah and at the moment mm-hmm. i feel if i if i have free time and i use it for that second category in any case mm-hmm. in any of the like many many instances where i might feel 
like I don't really want to work on yeah. right now. Like I shouldn't. Uh, like I, I feel guilty for playing Stardew when I could be working on, even though, like neither of them are quote productive in a like in an objective. Not uh, not quite in a like in a short term time frame, mm-hmm. right? Are my programming skills going to improve doing? In, yeah, but not appreciably in the short time frame. Right. But they're certainly not going to with Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. So in the short term, these two things are the same, and they give me the same. And if one gives me the, if one gives me more enjoyment than the other, I should do that. If those right. are the two options. Right. Yeah. But my brain likes to think in the very long term for no reason. Mm-hmm. If this happens, and if this happens, and if that happens, which is a more productive thing because it will improve my programming skills, and it could be something I could show to a future employer, or um, it's good practice for an independent app, blah, 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 blah. And Stardew right. Valley is a game. Right. So even though Stardew Valley, in this instance, might give you more enjoyment, you should do anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true in some cases. I think I should do some of the time that I would rather be playing Stardew, but not all the time I would rather be doing Stardew. <laughs> yeah, because then it's not free time. Right. It's work time, just like it's work time mm-hmm. or school time or whatever. I guess like working on it is, it's comparable to like in the coffee situation. We're going to make some real rough metaphors here. Okay. Water is going to be work. You need to drink a certain amount of water. Right. Uh, but I like coffee, and I like, say, a latte. Mm-hmm. I don't like them the same amount. I like a latte much better. Right. And certainly, like, I couldn't only play Stardew Valley, which is a latte. Okay. And I can't only drink lattes in, and play Stardew Valley in my free time. Well, I could, but I shouldn't. Because I would like to get other things done. Just like I, I would like to not spend all my money on lattes. Yeah. Money is time, time is money, and lattes are Stardew Valley, and coffee is... Okay, I think I'm tracking. I can have a, an enjoyment that is more than water by making myself a coffee from well, just with a pour-over thing of a bobber. Right. And it costs less money. And it, it doesn't necessarily cost less... This is uh, it's falling apart, but I think you get my drift. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think uh, I'm trying to figure out how to how to like put it into actual words. I've got the idea. Anyway, I'm I I think my point is just that I'm bad at doing that, mm-hmm. and I need to get better at giving myself leave. My life does not have to be go go go. Right. Especially in the summer, where like no one is pushing me to go at a specific pace Mm -hmm. like literally as long as you're able to make rent Mm -hmm. and eat food yeah and like if i treat my job as water like i need to drink a certain amount of it i need to do this much work for this many hours Mm -hmm. to eat and pay rent like i'm good after that i can do whatever i want and if that and in this instance if i if I, the thing is, I would like to say, and I would always like to say, I would like to put a number on my enjoyment. 
it would be makes things so much easier. I could just say, well, if Stardew Valley is uh, ten enjoyment points right above, mm-hmm. here's the here's the calculus equation to determine exactly how much it's to, to determine which thing shows up on my free time watch. Yeah, yeah, but I can't do that. So I have just to go. I have to just go by feeling and time tracking. I guess. Yeah, I can say like, well, I already worked on for six hours mm-hmm. the past three days. I can I can do Stardew Valley for an hour or two here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the most important thing is just that, like, if in your system you're treating Vish as a as a thing that's like pseudo job, you need to put in so many hours of it, and you know whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. In your head, you also need to treat it as pseudo job and not be like, "See, I'm having fun doing. <laughs> this is so much fun." <laughs> I can't be upset anymore because I am having fun. Well, I mean, it is fun though. Like, I don't need right. to convince myself. It's just I, my my issue is treating it as a pseudo job because, well, while that is good in theory, I think I will have a tough time. Like, like there are consequences to not going to work for my jobby job. Right. There are absolutely no consequences for not reaching my hour goal for mm-hmm. besides like my accountability buddy being slightly disappointed in me mm-hmm. which is always a hard thing to do regardless of like i i don't think i'm like a i don't think i'm a super edge case when it comes to like feeling motivated by what is fun and what is what is going to be bad for me i guess the the carrot and stick okay i'm flip-flopping in my head like I said before, I would like to find a middle ground between playing only Stardew Valley and playing mm-hmm. uh, and playing and working on mm-hmm. because both options are not good for me. Right. I feel like I'm like driving the point like way too far home. I, I, no, I think that's because you still haven't figured out what it is yet. I, I don't know what the solution is yet. Yeah. I, it's just I want a middle ground and I don't know how to get it because. Mm-hmm. I am not motivated by arbitrary things. Yeah. Yeah, you might notice that I've been relatively quiet this time, and that's because I'm, I'm on the other end of this. <laughs> I, like, I have spent, in what, what is in my head, way too much time playing games and things like that, and not enough time working on the little projects that I want to get done. And so I feel like I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm on the other extreme. So all of the things I'm trying to do are trying to get me to push myself back further, closer towards doing more projects and just being aware of the projects I, I thought up a while ago, mm. while also not like flinging too hard the other direction and only working on projects. So anyway, listeners, we'll let you know if we figure it out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you a more hard example Another goal I set for myself this summer is to uh, be a better roommate. Mm-hmm. All of yesterday, while my roommates were all gone, I cleaned all of the apartment. Right. Like everything. Mm-hmm. I just plugged in a podcast and not a podcast, several podcasts I should mention. And <laughs> a day's worth of podcasts. A day's worth of podcasts and cleaned from like, I don't know, like mid afternoon until like. Eh, 11 12 at night Uh just like while the house was empty until you were Mm -hmm. done until i was done 
and like it felt good and when i i did a merlin man power putter around and didn't see anything that i wanted fixed okay i, I sat on the couch and i was like okay i just i just cleaned for like eight hours or so because mm-hmm. you know what this is my weekend and i can choose to do what i want with it and today i wanted to clean yeah i wanted to improve my relationship with my roommates mm-hmm. so i you know, that's what we did today and i think we accomplished it good job certus now you can do whatever you want so i take out my phone open up the stardew valley app and immediately close it because i felt guilty because i because <laughs> i felt like i should be like riding whatever like i don't know maybe riding the wave of feeling good about my hobbies or whatever so mm-hmm. i like went went to my uh went to my desk and started working on and like it wasn't as fun right because i like was tired and didn't really want to think and like it's programming and it requires a lot of thinking no yeah it was it was the wrong kind of pivot yeah even though it's fun it wasn't nearly as much fun as i know i would have had playing stardew valley but i just couldn't make myself do it because i just felt like you shouldn't be doing this you like you even though like this one of my goals was reached was to clean the Mm -hmm. apartment improve relationships with my roommates like goal achieved but i didn't feel like a real goal because i couldn't like turn it into money i guess yeah which is stupid what if you did like a mike hurley thing and you make those goals a little more explicit um one of the things that he does he has like a daily journal that he talks about Mm -hmm. um and in that he just says like okay well i i get to put a little check mark next to this box if you know, if I, whatever it was, I don't remember the mm-hmm. five things, but they were like, did I do something that would generate profit? Did I mm-hmm. um, make my partner happy? Did I, you know, clean one thing in the, you know, whatever the things were. Right, right. That's a good idea. I need to start journaling again. I've been, I've fallen off of that. But I think that might help in, in just like allowing yourself off of that hook once you're done or saying like, once hey, I've I- accomplished the goals, like uh-huh. I can do whatever I want. Or, like, made progress towards the goals, I uh-huh. guess. I triple finish this cleaning the house thing. Mm-hmm. And nothing else is presently on fire, so. Yeah, all right. That's, that's what it's got to be. It's got to be, I uh, just got to make a Be a Better Roommate project in OmniFocus, and that's what's going to solve all my problems. <laughs> we figured it out. Thanks for listening. Worrying Bucks is over. We've solved all the problems. Right, right. Just add more to your OmniFocus. Um, <laughs> and then just do all the things that you added to your task list. Uh-huh. And then once you do the thing, then you're done. Like, you did the things. So now all the things are done. So, like, don't worry about it. You know? Yes, just once you get all of, Like, take all of your things that you got to do and just get them all done. It's that easy. Yeah. And when you're done, you can just turn Stardew Valley into an OmniFocus project and then get that done, too. Yeah. Alternatively, become a rock. Mmm. No goals, no problems. More goals, more problems. I found a correlation. Right. Listen, it's really easy. And this is something I'm remind I'm saying this to myself. Okay. Future Certus, listen to this very carefully. Ooh. Notes to a future self. I love those. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to 
not care and not have any problems because you don't care about the things, therefore they're not problems. Right. It's easy to do that, but it feels so much better to care about something. Right. The feeling of seeing your your hard work come together is so much better than not having the problem in the first place. Like, it can be stressful, it can feel bad in the short term, but if you can solve the problem, it feels a lot better to than to not have the problem in the first place. Yes. In the roommate example, if I don't care about what my roommates think of me, that's easy. I just, you know, seclude myself. Mm-hmm. I have free reign to be rude, and I, I can just, you know, wait. Not I'm care. Sorry. Is this is this a note to past Certus or future Certus? Both. Okay. <laughs> I suppose. But wouldn't it be better if you could have roommates that liked you? And not worry about that? Because I can just not worry about it, but then my roommates won't like me. Right. But if I can meet these goals that I'm setting for myself, which are like, have a relationship with my roommates that is like, strong and healthy and not like, hostile, Mm -hmm. I get to not care because it's not an issue. And my roommates like me, which has its own benefits. Can I deconstruct that for you? Was that confusing? Yes, please. Okay. Part, partially, I started thinking about um, different microphone types, and partially it was confusing. <laughs> Basically, I, I have a bad habit of, like, of thinking to myself, eh, if I just don't have problems, then I don't need to stress out about the problems. How do I not have problems? Well, I stop caring about the things that cause the problems. Right. But, like, the problems are still there. I just don't care about them. Mm-hmm. And you can go down that hole, right? Like, well, I, I don't care what my roommates think of me. Well, they're going to, like, I don't know, like, they're going to kick you off the lease. Right. Right? Or not kick you off the lease, but, like, not sign it with you next year. Yeah. And, well, I don't care about that. I'll just get a studio. I'll go solo. hmm And you can keep going down, but it has consequences. Which is like, I am now not living with roommates, Mm -hmm. which is not a problem per se, especially because I don't care about it. Right. But that's not as good as not caring about how my relationship was with my roommate, roommates, because I reached my goal of having a strong and healthy bond. Right. Like still caring, but not worrying. Right. That's a much better way to put it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I am basically in the same boat, which is I don't have to worry about it, I don't have to stress about it, except now I have roommates, and I like roommates. Yeah. And that's what Future Certus needs to know. And that's just one example of where this is applicable. I'm sure there are plenty others. All right. That Future Certus will inevitably come across, try to say, eh, I just won't care about that, uh, fail and be sad. So does that mean you're reading the news again now? No, absolutely not. I think that's I think that's a reasonable question to ask after that conclusion you came to. Fair enough. In that case, the value I extract out of having a strong and healthy relationship with the news mm-hmm. is not. It's, it's more than 10 enjoyment points below Stardew Valley. <laughs> Much, yes, yes. Yes, I could deal with the problem of not liking the news for lots, for all the reasons I've cited before about not liking reading the news. 
Yeah. And I could, I could deal with that and get some, what I consider a small amount of enjoyment mm-hmm. out of it. Right. But you also, you said something earlier about how even if you're not worrying about the problem, the problem is still there. Right. But I need to be able to solve the problem to get the enjoyment out of it. I need to reach the goal of having the strong and healthier relationship. Fair. Which I can't do with world hunger or gas prices or mm-hmm. whatever the heck is wrong this time. It's Tamagotchi. That's, I know you don't read the news. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured I should update you. It's Tamagotchi now. That's Never in a million years... Would I have guessed that? <laughs> you could have given me like all of the hours of worrying bugs combined. Pre-show, post-show, everything. Every recorded second of us talking <laughs> could have been me guessing what you're about to say. <laughs> and it would not be Tamagotchi. <laughs> I made Japanese omelets like three times last week. And I'm going to butcher the name horribly, but it's something like tamagoyaki. And so that's the reason that word is in my head. Are, the tam- are Tamagotchi actually in the news? I don't think so. It's, it's, it's still just our, our good old orange president. Oh, yes. Okay. That's, you know, since 2016, there's not really been much other news. You're not missing much. But wouldn't it be great if Tamagotchi was in the news? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Hey, Zach. Hey, Sirtis. Uh, what did we do, Zach? <laughs> I have no idea when we started. It was 45. You said, really? I think I'm going to start cutting some of this in, and that was at 45 minutes. Okay. We started significantly before that, though. Like that, like the, the lead up to that mm-hmm. with inf- necessary information. So I'm going to call it like 30. <laughs> so... We have a half hour left-ish. Okay. Half, 35 minutes. What do you want to talk about for the next 35 minutes, Zach? I like this new podcast format where we talk about one thing for an hour and yeah. talk about other things for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we were talking about Tamagotchi, um, which are a kind of button. Um, there are triplicative buttons, usually, I believe. It's just a nice little hardware device with some buttons for doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the first deappification. <laughs> um, so I was, I was thinking about, I've been thinking a lot about the button future lately. And I think that one, one way that it might express itself is like charm bracelets. I love this idea. Because you're going to just need like, you know, a good dozen buttons or something. Mm-hmm. And you can't just like stash 12 buttons in your pockets. You'd lose them. You wouldn't be able to keep track of them. So we need to get buttons the size that they could fit into like a charm bracelet. Right. Yeah. And have the buttons that you need. I still have lots of issues with the button future. Right. I think the charm bracelet solves some of them. I still think, uh, yes, just like so many of our ideas solve so many problems, yet the problems persist. <laughs> because it's one thing once again i said this i said pretty much the same thing last week last episode but it's one thing to have a standard like app and by that i mean like your uber app 
shares components, shares design elements with mm-hmm. your Lyft app mm-hmm. because they do basically the same thing on the same device and do it pretty much the exact same way. So a lot of the app is going to be the same. Right. Especially under the hood. But if you look at them, they look really different because right. Uber's all like white and black and like elegant and green, I guess. And Lyft is all like, we're the fun, like we're gonna make it hot pink and um add mustaches. Lol. Yeah. Lol. Uber's like, we're gonna be for adults. And Lyft is like, we're here for you, millenniums, Gen Zers. <laughs> Kiddos. So even though these apps do basically the same thing in basically mm-hmm. the same way, they are very different. And they're even on the same device, which has a lot of restrictions on what you can do. Right. So imagine if you gave both Uber and Lyft complete freedom in every aspect of the device that calls your car to you. Mm-hmm. They're super motivated, Zach. They're super, super motivated for you to pick either Lyft or Uber as your ride-sharing service. I don't think this is what you're talking about, but now I have a fantastic idea, which is once the button future comes along, Uber is going to make their button with like a little sleeper agent inside it that wakes up when it recognizes the Lyft button signature and shoots it with a laser. Nope, not what I'm talking about. <laughs> but would, that would be very cool. Okay, what's the point you're trying to make that doesn't involve lasers? Their charm bracelet charms wouldn't be compatible. I cannot imagine under what circumstances you could get both Luber Uber and Lyft to have the same mechanism for attaching to a charm bracelet because they want you to have one or the other. And the only reason they can't do that right now is because you have control over your phone, but you have no control over the charm bracelet structure because I I, like there has to be a third, another third party thing that sells charm bracelet adapters. Mm -hmm. And like, there's going to be a whole charm bracelet dongle (laughs) that no one wants. It's like three different kind of links to transform from Uh the Uber. I'm trying to search through my limited knowledge of history to see if I can think of a time when companies like landed on a standard and all I can think of really is like rail. Like there were a lot of different rail companies, but they're all about the same gauge throughout a country. Right. Because there was one train maker or like a few train makers, Mm -hmm. right? Who were like, Actually, no, that wasn't the case, Zach. It wasn't? I, I'm, I remember reading something that, like, this train company, you had to, like, get off of this train. Like, if you're in this region, you had to go to... I think it, a, it was a divide between, um, like, eastern and western U.S. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it was, like, one time at the Rocky Mountains, or you, multiple times at the Rocky Mountains. Like, there was some, some line... Right. And and west of that line was 33 inch and east of that line was 35 or whatever the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that just means that the whole east coast ended up standardized. And every all of all of the buttons are going to be coming from the west coast, so they'll all be 
30, 33 inch. <laughs> they didn't arrive at two gauges independently, right? They said, one looked at the other and said, we're going to make ours different from theirs so that it's a pain in the ass for our customers to go to them. I, I'm not sure about the... That makes sense to me. Yeah. And that makes sense for Lyft and Uber or um, let's say like, what were our other examples from last episode of cool buttons? Did we have more? I don't think so. I think it was just Lyft and Uber. Um, what were your bank? Thoughts? Your banking one. Yeah, but I said I didn't want the banking one because the only things I use my bank app for are. Yeah, I know. Oh, any any board. That's a button future. Okay. So Zach, because you're a uh, you're you're a good person, mm-hmm. and you you want people to use the any board. Mm-hmm. It would you might make five buttons on the charm bracelet. Yeah, but you're going to make them standard. You're going to make them the standard button size with a standard button connector and like whatever else you need to do. Mm-hmm. Because you're motivated for someone to use your thing because no one is using your thing right now. Right. Also, you don't have any competitors. Yeah, not really, no. Drafts, so- I think. <laughs> so the other... So that's one situation... The other situation is where you have some of the most greedy companies in the world, like Lyft and Uber mm-hmm. or Facebook. Mm-hmm. I don't know how a Facebook button would work, but like, let's, let's say it just like speaks a fake new, news headline at you. <laughs> oh, the, N- the NPR button. <laughs> sure. So Lyft and Uber already have a huge user base mm-hmm. and they, if they're going to transition their user base to buttons because like, for whatever reason whatever like it's it's in style yeah yeah uber and lyft are in a different situation than the any board that that is my point right a situation that i think makes them demotivated from making their button standard because you and you can even rationalize it zach if like let's say lyft makes a standard button and uber doesn't you can say like oh well it's not a big deal because i can just wear two bracelets i can wear Mm. the standard one Mm -hmm. and i can wear the uber one but then you're like, and then you can maybe rationalize three. Like, oh, also got a, also got a drafts one. Drafts is a terrible example. He would never do that. But, <laughs> but soon you have like an armful yeah. of buttons. And like there has to, I just, and that works fine on your phone, right? Like uh, Uber, Lyft, they could also be web apps. Right. But like, you know, they, they want more control than like, a web browser gives them mm-hmm. so they make an, a real app but they want more control than the your phone gives them so they make a button now they have all the control there is mm-hmm. nothing about this there's nothing about the system that is restricting in any way and that's very scary for a company like uber to me uh-huh maybe this is like a two uber specific thing and maybe like if you gave me a bunch of other examples like drafts i'm not worried about drafts not conforming to the standard Right, yeah. Future. I'm I'm just thinking like if Uber if Uber makes their own bracelet, then what they've done is made a bracelet. But if Uber Uber makes a their own bracelet with an Uber charm, I don't know who like I feel like more people would go towards the bracelet that can take more charms and the standard charm type. Okay. So Uber makes a bracelet that can have other charms on it as long as they conform to the Uber standard. Then who's incentivized to conform to the Uber standard? Anyone, any board, really. 
because you want to be on the wrists of people who drive Uber or not drive, but uh, call Ubers. It's just it's going to depend. It's like it's a lot like in that situation. It's going to be a lot like a social media, right? Mm-hmm. Which bracelet standard you use? I suppose. Like, yeah. If you're if if you're on Facebook and everyone you know is on Facebook and that's the reason you're on Facebook, you're not leaving Facebook because this is how you socialize with this group of people. Mm-hmm. A group of people that uh, a real group of people that you really care about yeah. through this shady social media. Same thing. If this is a service, if Uber is an indif- indispensable service to you, then you're going to wear their bracelet. And for a lot of people, it is. It's totally indispensable. Mm-hmm. And it might not be Uber. It might be whatever. doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. But the any board is motivated to make like one for each of the standards. But that's a lot of work. So you're probably going to have to pick one or you're going to have to make dongles or something. That's not a good future, and no one would want that, and that's why the I, button future can't exist. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, Clearly, that's the most logical conclusion. And the evidence that I have to say that I don't agree with that is the fact that Windows Phone exists, and there was a YouTube app for Windows Phone. Oh, yes, Zach, the entire... Ugh. Zach, there's a... No, you're wrong. Uh, why? Because Windows Phone is dead. Right. Entirely. Right. But it existed, and everyone didn't, like, run over to Windows Phone just because Microsoft... Windows Phone didn't offer anything that was indispensable to people, like the way Facebook is, or Uber is. It was a less good phone. So we need to start making charms and get enough charms on the market that Uber just has to go... Uber already has a huge user base that... Right, and nothing is stopping them from using their phone. But then it feels like Uber is like, you've got to deposit a check at your bank, and that's like a, a big deal. That's a, you got to take your phone out kind of deal. Okay, let me put it a different way. Okay, so having a smartphone is fashionable right. at the moment. It wasn't always, but like some millenniums picked it up and started using smartphones. And then like, as the market for smartphones grew, more companies put their stuff on smartphones. Right. The more companies put their stuff on smartphones, the more people use smartphones because there were more things that you could do on smartphones. And now we're at pretty much market saturation for smartphones. Mm-hmm. If you have a phone, it's a smartphone, mm-hmm. most likely. You can say with a high confidence that any random person on the street has a smartphone. Yeah. Now let's say that that happens with buttons. So. Uber makes a button out of nowhere. You push this button, a car comes to you, and you tell it where you want it to go. Okay. Some millenniums pick it up. Mm-hmm. As recline. And then, oh, that Lyft is like, oh, crap. Look at all those millenniums that like their Uber button. We better make a boop button. And then, yeah. like, and then more people, uh, okay, so it, it tumbles for a while, right? Uh-huh. And, and then someone's like, guys... We have too many buttons. This isn't tenable. We lose mm-hmm. them. This is like they don't fit in the pockets. Mm-hmm. I've made a charm bracelet. So first, I guess my question is, who makes the charm bracelet or do the buttons just connect together in a loop? Uh, in my head, uh, the charm bracelet is like a... Like the people who manufacture keyboards right now would end up manufacturing charm bracelets. Okay. So there is a a, 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 a like... 
a fairly wide selection of different charm bracelets. Right. That Uber can stop making their button that is not compatible with the charm bracelet and start making charm bracelet compatible buttons. Right. <laughs> Do you see? I'm trying to find a parallel. Charm bra- bracelets are like Windows Phone. Someone's going to make it. Mm-hmm. Right? And YouTube might make their button. Uh, the very big fallacy that I failed to mention in my own argument was that uh, YouTube didn't make the YouTube app for Windows Phone. Somebody else okay. had to hack it in there. That is what I was... That's, that's what I was going to lead up to. Okay, let's say Uber does it. Lyft, Lyft's spreadsheet say, say it's not worth it. Right. But you don't need the bracelet to keep using the uber button you can still just use your uber button that the one from before without Mm -hmm. the charm bracelet functionality so either the charm bracelet has to add something significant and has to be compatible with old buttons in which case it's a huge success but i don't know how that's possible if the old buttons are weren't conforming to any particular standard yeah or or somehow you can individually go to each button maker and say, yeah, I got this idea. Mm -hmm. And they all think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And they all not only think it's a good idea, but are going to try to convince their customers to stop using the current button and start using the new button that is charm bracelet compatible. I mean, without any ability to update it because it's hardware. The, the charm bracelet isn't coming out because Logitech decided there needed to be a charm bracelet. The charm bracelet is coming out because a lot of people said our phone, or no, our buttons are too big and we want smaller buttons that we can keep track of. And Logitech said, we can fill this gap in the market. Right. It's not a question of whether people want it, though. It's a question of whether the switching costs are too great for the average person to switch to charm bracelets because you have to replace every single one of your buttons. And that's in the best case scenario where all of your buttons have replacements that are charm bracelet compatible. Mm -hmm. All right. I like the idea of a charm bracelet. I really do. Mm -hmm. But it needs to come out before all the buttons. I think you're, you're leaning very heavily on people having brand affinity for an app or a button. And if Uber went up in smoke tomorrow, a lot of people would probably just use Lyft or the next thing that came after it. Okay. And so I think in the same way, if everyone but Uber decides to go to charm bracelets, the people who want the charm bracelets will just get the, the new one that's moving into this market because it's, it's a charm bracelet world now, baby. But the old button works fine, Zach. Yeah, it does. But you were complaining for years and years and years about how big all of these <laughs> buttons were and how annoying they were to have to keep track of. And, and now here's Lyft or here's the, the, the Tesla drive you around service. And they've got a button that works with this bracelet that you've already got like three charms for. And Uber's starting to get expensive because they're dumping more and more into their R&D for their extra big button. And like, who needs that? I'm trying really, really hard to think of the product that is I have somewhere deep in my mind that had a story like this where it was like such a good idea and all that needed to happen was for a few companies to change a few things with their product. Mm-hmm. Betamax? I don't know. I, I can't remember. It, 
it has that story in my head. Right. And I cannot remember what it is or anything about it. But I remember hearing something like that about something that happened. I can't think of it, but... Mm -hmm. Jared, if you can think of it, let us know in the Reddit. Totally. I want to be clear. I think it's a really good idea. Like, <laughs> the charm bracelet is a fantastic idea, a really good solution to the, to the problems I was raising last time. I think it's less physically feasible, just that for something to fit onto a charm bracelet, you would need, like, hyper-miniaturization of a lot of things. Sure, but, like, it also gives a good opportunity for, like, the hub idea. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if the bracelet, if, like, the clasp had a little thingamabobber in it that acted as a hub, like, if the bracelet could perform functionality, the buttons could be smaller. Right. And this is, like, ideal button future. So, like, we perfected shrinking technology from Ant-Man. So, okay. like, we, we, can, we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out of arguments. I, I, I don't think, I still don't think that a button future is feasible. Mm-hmm. Just because, uh, just because there's no like unified thing saying this is how buttons should be made, and if there was, no one would adhere to it. And if they had to adhere to it because of like physical restrictions based on charm bracelet dongle whatever's okay. What about this? It works like the internet. There is a consortium with representatives from. Bracelet makers, from button makers, and from, like, users. Right, yes. I didn't make that clear, but I was thinking, like, the USB consortium. Yeah, or W3. Yeah. So, your website is not going to work on Chrome Mm -hmm. or, like, any of the major browsers because it doesn't adhere to these standards. Mm -hmm. That's the only way that that system works. But then who's... Who's incentivized to make the consortium? Well, a lot of people, actually. Like, you want your buttons to be standardized. Mm -hmm. The difference is, if right now, most of the power of the, of, like, who controls what happens, what technologies occur on the internet Mm -hmm. are on the side of the browsers. Right. If Google Chrome decides that, like, iframes, we're done. iFrames Mm -hmm. are over. We're not doing iframes anymore. If they do that, iframes are gone. Like, there are very few iframes left on the internet. Yeah. Because you, like, it's a lot of people who just can't use iframes. But Google Google doesn't want to do that necessarily because, well, iframes are a cool technology. Mm -hmm. Or or they're useful or whatever. I mean, how do you serve ads without iframes? (laughs) <laughs> there, there is a point at which Google Chrome cannot make changes like that. Like if you took away div tags or like just, mm-hmm. just whatever. We, we, we're going to change everything around. Yeah, Google just bold- decided that um, bracket plus bracket in JavaScript is true now. Just like screw, <laughs> screw the ECMA yeah. group. Every, everything is gone. All the rules are different. Mm-hmm. There would be way too many websites that use these extremely basic things that are uh reliable Mm -hmm. just way too many everyone would switch away from chrome it would it would be a really rough transition it would be bad for everyone involved Mm -hmm. but like i'm i'm pretty sure everyone would move away from chrome yeah eventually like would it make the news 
if website like if every website broke because people would just be like websites stopped working and uh-huh. and then they'd have to like bring a, a a technical person on to be like actually no google's just being weird uh-huh. uh so here's firefox please please yeah no it it would be really really bad in our in our in our button future mm-hmm. the rules are flipped though if bracelet if bracelets are the browsers which i think is the logical parallel right button manufacturers actually have all the power the way google does because they can just do whatever there's no they're like there's no structure like we only get the website through the browser mm-hmm. but the button can have functionality that is not through the bracelet um but i still think if we're drawing the parallels you are there's going to be one or two major bracelet manufacturers right and you want your you want your button to work with those two bracelets so there is a standard right usb charm if somehow all this got started mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go into that <laughs> i don't think it's likely i don't think it's even like feasible but if it happened the ibc the ideal button consortium i love that ibc if the ibc is formed we still can't have buttons because we're too like greedy as a society because the like i said you can just change how something works internally if you show a user a website via their browser the browser has all the control about how that's displayed right or is the point you're trying to make that also the browser could keep track of every website you go to i mean sure yeah but and they do they have a history yeah but they want you to keep using the browser. Mm-hmm. And you don't really think about the websites you go to. They want you to keep using the websites, but like, it's easier to switch from Chrome to Firefox than it is to switch from Facebook to IndieWeb. And not just IndieWeb, because it's hard, but like from Facebook to Facebook 2, made by Twitter. Well, you know, Google like whatever Plus, it is. Google Plus, but it's good. Yeah, Google Plus, but it's good. And Google Plus was good to some degree. Yeah, is my point being made? It's hard to stop using these kinds of services, right? Much harder than it is to switch from browsers. It's really easy to switch all your charms over to a different charm bracelet because this charm bracelet has a GPS tracker that tracks you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'll just put all my charms on the one that doesn't do that. But Firefox and Chrome are your like safety, uh, one of your many safety screens between. A malicious website and their complete access to your computer right they don't let javascript run on your disk say mm-hmm. they don't let uh websites tr- uh, track you very easily mm-hmm. via cookies or whatever but there's no there's nothing to stop a button from doing whatever it wants it's just hardware if you if you give it power it will do whatever it wants right and the fact that we need Chrome and Firefox to be the safety screen for us to stop ad tra- uh, ad tracking um, and to stop you know encrypt <laughs> encrypting your hard disk while you're uh, reading a article from the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> the fact that we need that is evidence enough for me that the button future is terrifying at the very least. Now, whether or not everyone else will find it as terrifying as I do, that's yet to be seen. Mm-hmm. I think if I just ran up and said, 
JavaScript modifying the disk to somebody on the street, they, they wouldn't be as scared as you would be. That's entirely correct. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm aware of that. But browsers make it so that we don't need to worry about that kind of thing. We can just say, hey, Google, uh, we really don't like it when Facebook tracks us around the internet. Mm-hmm. And Google will say, well, you see, if you switch from Firefox to Chrome, we'll add that. Then Firefox, like three years later, adds it because they're slow. Mm-hmm. And Internet Explorer never gets it because it's Microsoft and they don't like to update things. Until it's just Chrome. That's a whole different issue that we don't need to talk about right now. Yeah. I agree with you that the button future is scary. But I also really enjoy thinking about what it would look like because there's not there's a non-zero chance that it happens in some shape or another. Agreed. And that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're totally out of time. We didn't talk about anything we wanted to. (laughs) It's like bears. (laughs) Buttons are just like bears. We just buttons are bears. We can't stop talking about them. Stardew Valley is a latte, and buttons are bears. I know I was joking before, but I actually really do like this format where we talk about one thing for the entire time. It's fun. It's fun. It's very um. It's very rectifs, actually. Mm-hmm. It, you know, maybe it'll keep happening. We'll see. You know, the sh- whatever is the show is, is in the show, I guess. The show is the show. The show is the show. And, uh, you know, keep listening. Maybe it'll change. Maybe it won't. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll log back in again two weeks from now. And, oh, shoot, we at least need to talk about trials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Zach? Yeah. I, 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 uh, give me another two weeks on napping i forgot don't forget to nap i have learned because of you that it's a very nice useful tool that when really? you need it when you're like dang i kind of just feel like huh you can just take a nap really and it's so nice and so, like soft and good okay yeah definitely okay i'm gonna nap over the next two weeks i promise okay all right certus um listeners if you if you have any ideas for trials, um, you can still email us at trials at superawesomecorp.com. Uh, if you have any other things to let us know, uh, be sure to reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at... Uh,